Welcome back, people. It's episode 23 of season three of the Taxi Squad podcast. Got a fair amount to get into today. Conspiracies about Taylor Swift. The NCAA is the no fun league. The live PGA merger. NBA final talk. NHL final talk. And then finally, why is the MLB so soft that they're canceling games because of air quality? Vince, how the hell are you? Dude, I'm good, man. It's birthday week, so I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling 28 right now, which is nice. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 28. I hate Taylor Swift. I want to make that clear right off the bat here. Uh, She made my drive home from work the other day two hours instead of 40 minutes. She just came over. Hate that. Um, It's okay. I dealt with it. It ended up being fine. Um, But yeah, no, we got a shit ton of stuff to talk about. Putting the sheet together today was an absolute pleasure. Just... All this stuff coming off the top of my dome. It's one of those where we almost have too much content to talk about. Are we going to be able to get to all of it? Who knows? Stick around and see, my friends. Fucking cliffhanger right now. Let's dun, go. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Are we going to be able to get to all this? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> well, Vinny boy, first yeah. of all, happy birthday. Thanks. Snaps bud. to this guy. You Appreciate didn't wish him a happy birthday. What are you doing? Who are you? How many? Okay, there's a fun question on the socials of the Taxi Squad podcast. Vince, how many people actually reached out and said happy birthday? Between on Twitter, the Taxi Squad one, Twitter, Insta, TikToks. Oh, I think zero. <laughs> what the lie. fuck? Yeah, you guys suck, dude. Jesus what are we doing? Christ! At least We've reach out to my personal years? account. Yeah, oh, no okay. one says happy birthday. What happened? To Nobody. Chivalry is not dead, guys. Come on. Then again, we should have made a post about it. I guess it would have gone a little bit further than. I'm not going to make one for myself here, Mikey. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I was I was traveling. I wasn't thinking about it. Just hey, did a, so, a soppy like assholes, one on the buddy. personal one. <laughs> I did a, hey, I did a soppy on the personal one. I know. This guy. It was cute. It was cute. Cheers, Cheers to this guy. I got guy. that, too. A couple people reacted. My brother's girlfriend, Hannah, reacted, too. And she's like, of course, Stas is the one that gives us the fucking sappy emotional posts. I'm like, yeah, everything makes sense to me. Well, whatever. You know, no, what? you're cute. Judge and if I you like want. it. Thanks for being adorable, bud. Judge if you want. People only I get won't. the roses while they can still smell them. That's how sure, I look well, at I'm it. Dyson, Anyways, so well, life is short. <laughs> Live it now, <laughs> as they would say. Yes. Right. All, All right. So strange here. and unusual this week. Is there a direct yep. correlation between Taylor Swift and NBA teams losing games? Some people are saying Uh, Taylor Swift went to Phoenix, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Boston, New York, L.A., and finally as Denver in July. Uh, If any of those names of teams give you any notion to say, hey, maybe there's a connection here, maybe there is because all of those teams have lost outside of Denver. And Mike, where is she not stopping? But none other than Miami. So the only team. That she's not stopping in that city, which is weird to me. I feel like there should be a T Swift concert in Miami, but that's neither here nor there. But now you gotta kind of side with Miami here because Taylor Swift's a witch. I don't know if she's a witch. I mean Might she be. dated I mean she dated Maddie Healy for like three weeks, but that doesn't dated. make her a witch. Yeah. yeah. Past tense. Past tense. to that relationship. Hey, that guy's a goofball, but I mean, hey, he makes good music, so you can't <laughs> hate on it too bad, right? True. I like his better than hers, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 
No, I, I agree with that. I mean, there is, there might be some direct correlation. If so, this is going to work out great for the Taxi Squad podcast. I mean, I've been calling mm-hmm. this since literally. It worked out great for in. you. I've been on the nugs this whole time. Hey, how about that game four, huh? Game two. Game four of what? I was like, what? Times what do you mean? Two. I was like, Times what? Two. On Friday? Yeah. Minus two. Game two yeah, is good. We're, we'll get to it. We'll get to it, Mike. There's a lot to it, but Miami does take one in Denver in the high altitude as well, so that's a good move for them. First time that the Denver Nuggets have lost at home this playoffs as well. So, yeah, it's got a little bit of icing on that cake. We'll see if it ends up persisting for them as it goes on. So is the thought process is that this witch, a.k.a. Taylor Swift, is going <laughs> yeah. town to town, and then essentially the Swifties come out in mass, which they do, because yeah. oh, literally it, it's it's insane. Like Dude, it might I be a small work. cult. So she did she did Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Chicago at Soldier Field this year, and that's directly on my path to work every day. Um I went to work on Thursday. Mind you, she didn't have a show until the next day. They were selling merchandise there, and there was people lined up on Thursday. It made my drive to work suck on Thursday, and she wasn't even playing that day. So keep that in mind. There are Taylor Swift fans everywhere. I don't get it, but it's also not for me, and I understand that. Um, But one thing I will say about this is that she isn't necessarily – like Denver's not until July 14th. Los Angeles is in August. Like It's not necessarily right now. But she had something in her mind. She's like, I'm going to plan these in these cities, knowing that they're going to be in the playoffs. I, th- I think she knew. There's no reason why she would know, but I think she knew. I don't know if she knew. She I did. Just, maybe her promoter team or, or her publicist team knew. Maybe, nah, maybe some guy was like, you know, the Wicked Witch is coming to town. I was going to say, she's in a basement making some concoctions trying to make teams. I don't lose, know. Dude. Either that or her and Jack Antonoff are getting together just cooking up hit after what hit. is jack doing it, that's what he does he's antonoff he's antonoff that's his name <laughs> look up know, bleachers know. you know i know that's i know a real I know, guy I know, I know. music I know. pod i don't know no but why not i'm just saying it it could be something true to this statement now then again okay so she's not going to denver until july so yep. maybe there's some hope because she hasn't presented in those towns yet i'm yeah, just happy I mean, that the bulls aren't a part of this because okay here's an does it just affect the nba what if it affects the socks because the socks the same weekend swept the fucking tigers so maybe it's a good thing for baseball and a bad thing for the nba could be it's or, also the detroit tigers so i'm not gonna I'm not are the white Sox swifties right now i don't uh, maybe you see Luis robert throwing ass to uh uh, whatever Taylor Swift song is, I wish she he knew was, or whatever he, the hell the song he is. He was what? Throwing ass, tossing Str- cheek, brother. Really? Maybe. Okay. I didn't see anything, but it's possible. Wow. I mean, either that or Jake Berger walks up to like it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah, because right? he hits bangers. Yeah, that guy launched. Hey, Mike, I went to the game on last Saturday. Um, to the yeah. White Sox game, it was the least, <laughs> it was the least impressive game I've ever been to. Two hits okay. on both sides. They they won on a wild pitch that hit the ump in the face and then flew <laughs> off to the side, and that's how they won. They didn't score through shit. They scored two times on wild pitches, and that's it. 
hilarious time to go. I was waiting for a dope walk off. The next day, Jake Berger Grand Slam walk off. You yeah. can't make it up because you 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 didn't have to be that. Hey, like I said, maybe the White Sox are Swifties, and I'm not going to hate too much on it because we actually do have some listeners of the pods that are big Swifties, so you, you can't yeah. hate too much on it, right? Just know that we could still be friends, but I I have so much disdain for her. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. I don't know if you're trying to like quote a Swiftie song, no, or where this nope. is going to be going. No, I but. just don't like her. That's about it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't think Fair that's enough. the name of a song. I don't like her. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm with it. Yeah, we'll see. I really hope this curse is real because I'd love to see Jimmy Buckets win this championship. I think they're in course to do so. They took a game in Denver. Nobody thought they had a chance. That was a hell of a game, and we got a lot to talk about. So, I mean, we will get into that in further depth. Hell, but I'm just saying, yeah. if it's true, I'm down. All right, we disagree. Go, go Denver. For, rooting for T Swift right now, regardless oh, of what God. my sports book says. We might have to cancel this shit. <laughs> Why? You, did you vote? Did you bet on the on the Nuggets? Yes, I did. Anyways, Ooh, I did it a long uh, time ago. Got oh, epic odds. Uh oh. Okay. Got good. Epic odds. That's good. Did you take him to win? I assume. No kidding. Thing? No shit, yeah, like Vince. But like the deep, season? I know. Deep down. It was before the playoffs, but deep down, oh, okay. now that Jimmy Buckets is doing his thing, I mean, who knows? I might be able to get it for the same odds, throw some money That's on that. That's your email you know? bet right there. I like it. Mm-hmm. Where are you? <laughs> I'm Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very so, good. Vince, Music we're pod. going down a rabbit hole that is not very well traveled second time um, ever I, I mean hey omaha is always a good name for a bat uh used to hit a lot of bombs with that bat growing up oh, yeah. and then not only that it is also the place of the college world series hence the name of the bat mm-hmm. uh took a great tour today of the louisville slugger factory nope because uh for our listeners i am in kentucky um so yeah traveling and coming to you live yes Yes, as the noobs would call it. Um, but, yeah, got a chance to go see the Louisville Slugger Factory. I guess they don't make the aluminum bats there. I asked the question. No, they're made in China. No, go it's figure. a woodworking. Yeah, it's a woodworking situation. I don't know. The... Yeah, leave it to America. We, we don't touch aluminum here. No, buddy. we outsource all of our metals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So with all that being said, though, I mean, Vince, we have some NCAA baseball talk to get to. And, I mean, this is where we are at this time in the sports world. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So like I said, just a second ago, it's the second time we've really ever talked about NCAA baseball on the pod. Um, outside of that awesome coach with the absolute flip out, um, this time there's a little bit of rules issues that we have here on the taxi squad podcast. First one comes from, uh, Indiana's Tyler Cerny. Uh, Cerny got suspended, uh, from Sunday's regional championship. So mind you, this is a very important game. He gets suspended uh, because Indiana's home run chain that they wear was put on him as he's rounding third going home. Uh, Peter Ceruto's three-run home run in the seventh, rather. Uh, Tyler Cerny gets suspended from the next game in full for bringing a prop onto the field. And my question to you is, is the NCAA softer than anybody ever? 
To my opening point, is the NCAA the no-fun league when it comes to college baseball? Because in football, if you light somebody up, you get to the sideline, they throw chains on you constantly. Yeah. That's like a thing. Like Miami is known for the the hit train or the hit chain, mm -hmm. in quote. So with all that being said, I don't know why it's not acceptable for baseball. I don't know, maybe because in quote, baseball is like, you know, America's pastime and all that good stuff. But like, yeah. I'm not fully understanding what the issue is with that. Why do you guys suspend the guy a game if he's just trying to have a good time and everybody wants to know why the kids aren't buying into baseball these days? Well, I wonder why. Maybe right? it's this. Maybe yeah. it's because you suspend people for enjoying themselves while playing the game. How dare you? Kids that aren't even going to be in the MLB, most likely. Maybe and they not. get to enjoy, you know, some of them might be, but they get to enjoy their time with their teammates. I think this was a rule that was created for a specific reason. Like someone was bringing something on that was a wild prop that it, it started catching on and everybody started doing it. Something stupid that could be dangerous. And I think this just falls into that where they have to follow it, quote unquote. I think that's kind of where it's coming from. This is one of those things go too far it's a read the room situation the next one we're going to talk about is the same fucking thing why do we have to do this why do we have to ruin the fun that they're having and it was so exciting to watch it and then the next day you see that it's freaking suspension it's just so well, listen me. it's it, it's big 10 baseball let's face it um if it's big 10 nine times out of 10 a lot of these guys aren't going to the show i mean let's right. face it it's it's just not going to happen now Unless you're the Jeff Samarges of the world, I don't know many other players in the MLB right now that played in the Big Ten. I think it's well, few and far Notre between. Dame's Big Ten. Well, you could classify it as that. Although outside yeah. of football, they are ACC in theory. Yes, right. So forgive me for that. But once again, to that, how many guys are coming out of the ACC to play professional baseball? Yeah, not it's sure. The region more than anything, it's the region. Yeah, like if I think baseball schools, I think ASU. LSU, even. Vanderbilt, Vandy. Cal you know State there are Fullerton. some. Yeah, there are some interesting teams there that always seem to sneak in, and I don't have a necessarily listing of every team that's won a College World Series over the past five Hell 10 no. years. That would be so impressive, I mean, though. Or Oregon State won it a couple years ago with Nick but they Madrigal. Had Adley Rushman and Nick Madrigal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, with all that being said, it's just kind of a toss up. So once again, I. Why does the NCAA have to be the no fun league? Not so sure. They want to know why kids aren't playing baseball at a rapid rate anymore in this great era of the world we're in in the U.S. This might be a reason why. <laughs> Crack open a Bud Light and enjoy your time. That's what I say. No issues with that. The <laughs> uh, <laughs> second one here. Zero. The second one here. Southern Miss versus Penn. Ninth inning. Penn, or who's up to bat here? Sorry, Penn baseball team. Reigning league champs, by the way. Need I remind you? Uh, they go up to bat here. It's three and two, the count. Two outs, end of the game to move on. Again, championship season. Uh, shit's electric. The guy calling the game's absolutely electric. He's like, this is what you watch the game for. This is what you wait to see. Bada bing, bada boom. You hit a couple spots. You take a little bit too much time. Umpire says, hey, the clock is out. That's strike three. Ends the game that way. That's the way it ends. Most anticlimactic bullshit 
I've ever seen. Not going to lie. Like, this is another read the room scenario. What are we doing here? Just fucking, just fucking let him play, dude. You're at a point now where you just need to let him play. I, I think that's that's simple enough. Just like when Cody Bellinger was at the plate and he was getting a standing ovation and they call a pitch clock violation. What are we doing? I don't get it. I get it. In a way, though, it's kind of like, you know the rules, right? And I I know we are reaching so much for baseball news stories at this time in the sports world that we're talking about Penn. And I thought when we're talking about Penn, I thought we were talking about like Penn State. No, no, no. It's just Penn. It's just Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Ivy League League shit. Yeah. Right. So to let everybody know where we are in the sports world, we're talking about Ivy League baseball now. In regards to Ivy League baseball, not an, uh, a like full-blown expert here, but I will say I do love the game of baseball. And just because, right, just because a guy decides to take a little bit more time. Now, here's the thing. If it's a pitch clock violation, was he not in his guy off? Did he, did he not ask for the right amount of time? Because you do have the opportunity to wave a guy off, take a timeout, whatever that's going to be. Now, to see a game end, I mean, though, dude, was, with a full two count, two outs, and the nine, ninth inning, I mean, that's rough. It's real rough. Yeah, like, what are we doing? And, like, the crowd's going crazy, and, like, no one can focus, and it's one of those, like, like, you know the song in um in Moneyball uh, by the band This Will Destroy You, where it's, like, it goes slow and then it starts building and building. That's literally what's happening in this scenario. Umpire walks off, calls it. I get it to a point because, you know, if it's an NFL game and someone's offsides and they call play, you got to call it. Like, I get it. But this is one that completely ends the game, which is like it of distinct, like, that'd be like you have to pull five seconds off the clock when there's three left and they're on the 20 and they're trying to win. That kind of shit. Three, two, bases loaded, no out, or two outs, 2-1 at the end of the game. It just, there needs to be like a challenge flag that the coach can throw. Be like, I'm using my one challenge here. That's bullshit or something because they can't really allow this to happen, um, especially in a situation that's as dire as this or as important as this. I'd agree with that. I would say this much, though. The NCAA should figure out some sort of a timeout, some sort of something. If the time is too heavy, either the batter or the pitcher has that right. No game should end on a violation, end quote. It's just not really right to the game. Baseball is a long game in general, and I understand what they're trying to do. But at the end of the day, you're now bringing this to a point where are the rules taking over too much? And then not only on top of that, is it becoming something where the rules are taking over more so than the game itself? And that yeah. I would like me, to say, I would like to correct myself for one second. It, it was in the fourth inning. It's not at the end of the game, but even so, oh, shit. still hate it. All right. Well, if it's in the I just fourth didn't inning, get, then I mean, I didn't want to get smoked. Yeah, but bases loaded, three two. Oh, still, Vince, how could you fuck that up? I'm sorry. That's on me, man. That's on me. I was reading the wrong things. I'm looking at the video. Well, if it's on, it, I'm here listen, for. if it's and the also, end of the game, that is total booty. But if it's in the fourth inning, yeah. I mean, they got they got five other innings to fucking figure this out. Hey, man, they could have still won the game here. Southern Miss ends up blowing it up at the end of I the mean, game, too. I, and if you had those extra runs. But, yeah, no, I'm kind of with you now. I mean, That's Vince, bullshit. How, how many <laughs> runs did they lose the game by? 
How many uh, runs did they lose the game by? I'm checking. I'm checking. I'm checking. We have to preface this entire uh, thing now. How many? They I know, dude. I'm sorry. By. I was. I I clicked on the wrong link initially. That's on me. Uh, they took a three. Southern Miss took a three-two lead in the sixth. Exploded for eight runs at okay. the top of the ninth at the end of the game to blow blow the game open. So they gave up eight runs and the ninth inning. Well, what the? F- I mean, Vince, they were winning the game. <laughs> what the I know, f- I know, that's, I know. That's good. Know, good for Penn. Hey, this is podcasting, buddy. This is podcasting in a millennial society. The links don't always hold fucking true, people. This, this is guy had a big buddy. night. It was his birthday. <laughs> Got a little bent out of shape and decided, you know what? This link is fucking the Bible. Hey, man. <laughs> At least I'm being honest here. I'm not feeding like no hey, one watched this game. They would have taken us as facts, well, you know? They would have taken us Southern Miss shit the bed and Penn took <laughs> advantage. If Penn scored eight runs, right? Penn in got one fucked. inning. They oh, study. Okay, my bad. If Southern yeah. Miss scored eight runs to win this, I mean, you can't hate on it. You were winning. No. So the fourth inning's fucking irrelevant at that point. You fucked well, no, up. So if they scored eight in the ninth. If Penn had a chance to score any of those runs, you know, it could have changed whatever. Even so, there should be a cho- a coach's challenge of some sort where they can challenge, you know, a couple of plays. Whether it's like, you know, a, there- a strike that's close or <laughs> a pitch clock violation should- gets called and it's like reverse it. You got to have something should- like that in scenarios like this. Should there also be a violation about how many runs you could score in an inning? <laughs> Dude. Oh, like the like the slaughter rule in the World Baseball Classic? That was I, I guess. Too. I don't fucking know, but I'm just saying like, hey, we're going to challenge if he actually touched home plate on that one because, you know, that extra run could make us or break us. Yeah. Yeah, you challenge it in the ninth inning when you're down 10 and you're like, hey, man. That was on the black. I think that was a strike. It's like, come on, man. Read the come on now. Doing here. Well, let's be real. I mean, I'm just saying that it is one of these situations where I, I guess I get the fourth inning thing. But then again, if it was the ninth inning, I don't know if the umpire would have been as crucial or critical. Well, I think you have to still. Right? Yeah. The rules yes are no. right? Situa- uh, rules are rule, but a situation is a situation, as Mike the Situation used to say on Jersey That's Shore. That's true. We got ourselves so, a situation. We got ourselves a situation, right? You got to order the cabs because they're here. So <laughs> it's just a difficult, like if something happens during the college world series, which I believe it will. So this isn't the end of this topic, but I'm Hell just no. saying that in this situation, Penn just boom, done. They, they dropped the yeah. ball. So, yeah, it, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Go back to studying. You're not a sports school. It's not like Stanford and football. It's different here. You lost to Southern Miss. It is what it is. Hey, Southern Miss. Hey, you know what? At least you lost to a school that's in the South that plays baseball probably consistently year round because they well. can. Yeah, they're, they're a decent and team. You're and you're in Pennsylvania, right? So your bullpen got smoked and clearly they weren't it that day. But Mm-mm. that's just classic. They had a really important final the next day, so it's probably what ended up just, happening. Yeah, something. Let's let's get that uh, manager on the line, and let's definitely challenge how many people touched home plate on all those eight runs scored in one inning. 
<laughs> yeah, they're spending too much time on statistics out there. It's a real, it's a real issue. Yeah, I mean, hey, the challenge rule is a must. I think that's what we're taking out of this for NCAA baseball. But hey, yeah, and and the MLB for what it's worth, do it everywhere. Yeah, I think fair that's enough. easy enough. Although they do get easy. challenges in the MLB, right? They do. Not for necessarily pitch so. clock violations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, right. I, that's kind of where I'm at. Because like, especially too, if you got like. Even if it's like the eighth inning, you know, it's two guys on, pitch clock gets called, boom, the guy's out. Like that, you should have, you should be able to challenge it. And then you don't have a challenge for the rest of the game. So if it fucks up again, like umpire calls it as he should and they move on. They said, well, you shouldn't have used your challenge. You should have been, it's like t- calling timeouts in any other sport. Like it's the same kind of deal. Listen, it's like the first year football decided to allow you to challenge um, pass interference. Yeah, it's not going to last quickly. that long. <laughs> this die quickly. This will be something that I believe will be ultimately altered in the future to accommodate the player because it's shown that this year it's fucked some people up. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk about it. That was still fucking crazy. Yeah. Cody Bellinger. Oh yeah. You happy to be back? Fuck off. Strike Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Welcome back to LA. It's like, Welcome nah. back. Eat a dick. Street. Asshole. All right. Keep it moving. <laughs> Keep it moving. Speaking of keep it moving, that's exactly what the PGA Tour decided to do overnight when they were like, hey, Liv, want to give us a bunch of money? And they were like, sure. Oh, man. We'll give you some money, too. And they're like, okay. It's like, all right, let's sign this shit before everybody figures it out. All right. Crazy. Crazy. So to that point, Vince, bury the lead. Uh, allow me to bury it. Uh, Jay Monahan, commissioner of PGA Tour, um, talking with uh, the executives of the Live Tour. Um, as many of you know, a little backstory: Live starts making its own golf league. Phil Mickelson gambles way too much and needs more money, so he goes to Live on an insanely astronomical hundreds and hundreds of million dollar deal to go play at Live. He was subsequently followed by many other PGA golfers and. Jay Monahan says, all right, if you go to live, you can't play in the PGA. They're like PGA golfers, Rory McIlroy, Colin Morikawa, Will Zalatoris, all these guys that were given options to go play in live and they stay with PGA. They want to rest on their morals. They'll make their money that way. They're not going to take that big bag because they believe in the PGA and they want the PGA to stay the way that it is. Great. They do all of these things. And it's constant back and forth. Rory McIlroy has been the sound box for PGA being like, we're doing it right over here. All this shit this morning uh, or yesterday morning, excuse me, the PGA and the live tour has announced a merger together. Buku bucks going over. Jay Monahan says everything that he's been saying this whole time. It was as he learns it. Uh, they have a framework agreement, not a definitive agreement, whatever it may be. And everybody on the PGA tour learns about this essentially when everybody else does as well. So you took everybody by surprise, reporters, players, Rory was notified barely an hour before he gets a phone call and says, Hey, can I talk to you? He answers it, gets it all laid out to him and they got to feel blindsided, right? Because Rory McIlroy didn't take like, you know, 600, $700 million from them. 
He stays with the PGA and the PGA says, well, fuck you. I'm going to take it anyway. And now you got a bunch of guys that are under contract in the PGA now because they're merged together that are getting hundreds of millions of dollars and they're all left in the dust. Like there has to be something that's going to happen that we don't know yet. Um, but the live tour and the PGA are together. It's like, they're not going to start letting them wear shorts and like do team tournaments or whatever. Like, I don't know how this is going to end up happening, but it's some, bullshit. just allow them to rip cigs in between holes while they're walking there. That's all Daily I did ask, it, baby. Just like mad zins in between each hole. But <laughs> well, dude, I, you know, there I will say, zins. come on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Zinnies are easy to hide, but no, totally let them, let them just fucking rip darts in between holes. But what I will say about all of this and the equivalence of this is let's say you work for a very large corporation and they have stated a bunch of different times, don't you dare talk to the competition. Don't you dare even go near them. We are not working with them. They're fucking pieces of shit and they're trying to steal you all because they're really nice and they want to give you nice things. And you're like, oh, and okay, Mr. Do, company, I won't do that. Me. Right. Yeah, and if you do, you better fucking watch it because you're out the door. And then yeah. the CEO who said that decided the next fucking two weeks after the fact or a year. Yeah. And I guess in business terms, however you could say this, decides, you know what? Hey, um, so you want to like, I'll buy you out and then all the things you promised our people won't be just anymore. Yeah. And gets then his we'll toes just sucked by the Saudi Arabians, and he's like, yeah, okay, I'm in. I like where they're going with this. <laughs> and all those other guys who told me to go fuck myself and took that money anyways, they're fine. It's absolute Crazy. nonsense. I, I do believe that. You know what? This is why in life, if you have the opportunity to make your money, make it. Regardless of your moral compass, uh, everybody at the end of the day will do some Weird things to sell out, so to speak. So everything, everything's got exactly a number, man. If someone's going to give me generational wealth, I, it's going to be really, really hard for me to say no. They did a PGA player meeting when this all happened. Um, I'm sure Monahan got absolutely smoked in that meeting. I'm sure they were pissed. Um, and to go with that, they did a survey on the approval or the negative versus positive rating, 90% negative in voting that he made this deal go through. Um, some players are calling for his resignation right now. Um, they want new leadership, and as long as he's the commissioner of the PGA Tour, no player that took live money will ever play in the PGA Tour again. Bullshit. That is not true anymore. 90% of the players would like, fuck this entirely. So... To give everybody some perspective, and this is just one player, not all of them, but Phil Mickelson, when he signed on with Liv, got a $200 million deal, generational yeah. wealth. And he, they, the PGA was like, don't do it. You'll be out. And he was like, okay, fuck you. I want enough here, man. <laughs> yeah, he got his money split, and then it all happens. He's just laughing all the way to the bank. And then who was the other? Wasn't it D, uh, DeChambeau? Another one? The Bryson guy who DeChambeau, wears a Brooks Kapka as well. I mean, didn't Brooks Kapka, like, it was like $182 million or $82 million or some some absorbent amount of money. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Like I was saying, like, I think Tiger was offered $800 million. Okay, like, so literally. if you're Rory, if you're Tiger, if you're these guys who are loyal to the brand, 
How does this work now? Do you go to the PGA and say, okay, Phil, DeChambeau, other dude collectively made X? Do you How do you know DeChambeau and not Kepka? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was way better. <laughs> way better. I'm not I, – I, Vince, this is your I sport. Know, Vince is a golf guy. On. Mike isn't you. necessarily a golf guy. I pay I attention I to a you. few of the rags. But at the end of the day, I'm not fucking rattling off. I know Kepka likes to put the booger sugar in his nose due to the Panthers game because that guy was on Might sunk. have been Adderall. Might have been Adderall. <laughs> Who knows? Allegedly Adderall. But I'm just saying – Okay, I should remember Kepka because that guy likes to just get some zippies moving. But at the end <laughs> of the day, what I will say is that there needs to be some sort of settlement now. And what if all these guys decide to go out because they all have more money than God and start their own golf league and say, fuck the PGA, fuck live. And now you're on a whole other yeah, side. They don't what have more tiger- money than live. What if Tiger decides to create his own golf league and there's hookers and cocaine <laughs> on every other hole? <laughs> and you just get to drive everywhere and just hope for the best. <laughs> and it's just exactly. And and then yeah. there's just right? I mean, and then you get golf carts, right? What if the elimination of walking the course is on? I wouldn't Could mind be a thing. That. I'd st- you don't have to do that to me right now. I'd be like, I'd rather just ride around anyway. The biggest thing is, is how is the compensation going to work out? Um, especially if these guys are keeping the contracts. If see, that's the thing too. It's like, since this isn't like a foreign entity, they really didn't even have to follow the contracts. They could be like, Oh, you signed a contract with me. I was like, all right, what are you going to do? Like, you know, like what are you going to do? Sue me in American court? Like, good luck. I'm freaking Yasir Al Rumanyan or whatever the fuck his name is. He's like the public, like the governor of the public Infest- investment fund, and he like oversees all of Live. He's got connections with the Newcastle and the Premier League. He's got connections with like Uber. He owns part of Uber. Like it's these crazy, crazy connections. Um, they're not. He's not going to care about some contract that he signed with with a singular entity. So Saddam that's kind of the biggest takeaway here for me. Osama bin Laden. <laughs> he's got deals with them all, babe. Yeah. He knew him personally. And who's to say that those guys aren't still alive? Conspiracy pod. Because they had fucking uh, 87 so. body doubles in the USA. Just wants the people in the US to know that they did something. And those guys are chilling on a fucking island somewhere talking about their fucking atrocious crimes to humanity. Whoa. Went down this a rabbit hole. This is another one. And you really did right there. Um you know who called all this before yeah. it ever happened, and he didn't have access you, to Mike? Twitter at the time, and then he got back on Twitter? You, Mike? No. Who? A great gentleman by the name of Donald J. Trump, the former president of the United States. Great? Go look it up if you don't believe me. Great. Semi. Great. I don't know what. It, we'll find like, out soon. We don't know. It wasn't as good as now, but I'm not sure. Could be good round two. <laughs> but he did call this on the Twitter when he was allowed back. And yeah. uh, everything he said happened did, in fact, happen. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he knows. See, this maybe, is what's crazy, maybe man. Donald Trump needs to be a golf announcer. Maybe. I, honestly, that would be electric. I'm not even going to lie. I listened to it. <clears throat> Can you me. imagine him um, like, discussing like a putt? We'll see if he's going to make it. We're not sure yet. The ball. Not sure. I think he's trying really. We're hard. not he's sure. It's very out. close. It's very close. We'll see. 
We'll see. <laughs> There's okay. So a big question with this too is like again, yeah, the compensation is a big thing, but the Live Tour had a lot of money put into it, and they weren't using it as a money driver. Their ratings were horrible. No one gave a shit about when Live events were. No one really watched them. People still watch the PGA. They lost a lot of money just by not having as many players in their pool um, and having players have the option to go somewhere else. So this makes the PGA look super weak. It makes it was like a diamond in the rough for Live Tour to come and actually start making money off this thing as well. Um, so I think as far as player paydays, because if you guys don't know this, if you don't if you don't win or if you don't go within the top 60 of any particular uh, event that you're in, you don't get paid technically from the PGA. Yeah, sponsorships, all those things. So now they're probably going to have to change the pay structure a little bit. It's now going to become a for-profit, um, which probably it should be anyway. I'm not sure why it wasn't, but whatever. There's no sanctity left in this shit anyway. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to be to come out of that as well, but it just seems like both of them didn't have a succinct plan to do this. I don't think there was enough room to have two major leagues, and you could see that by the way that no one was really making money the way that they should have been. Whether it's the Except USFL, XFL, we all know the NFL is king. Similar to that of golf. The Live Tried paid people a lot of money yep. due to blood money, a.k.a. Saudi money, a.k.a. Saddam Hussein money, a.k.a. Bin Laden money, a.k.a. Bush <laughs> money, a.k.a. Clinton money. Conspiracy pod, another day. Anyways, would you watch The Office? A long time ago. So there's, you remember the Michael Scott Paper Company? Do you remember that? Does it ring a bell? Mm, Either way, I'll go into it. Michael Scott Paper Company. Michael Scott goes and starts his own paper company. And he starts undermining the prices of the paper company, Dunder Miffin, that he worked for. They were going out of business very quickly, but Dunder Mifflin was getting hit. So they said, hey, let's merge together. And then they came and they ended up having a better life for them. This is exactly what's happening with this. It's literally the office in real life is happening in LibTor and the PGA right now. And it is kind of hilarious. Well, time will tell exactly as to how the live in the PGA <laughs> settlement will work. But these guys have every right to be upset, even though all of them are giant millionaires and crybabies. But right, that's really the takeaway from it all. That's that's it's sports. It's baby. Like, they're all getting millions you all get of paid a bajillion dollars to play a kid's game. Just shut the fuck yeah. up and move on with your life, please. <laughs> Damn. Like I get it. <laughs> You're upset that a couple guys got paid bags, but it's like then again, you could have done the same thing. Although well, yeah, Rory... but it's not that, dude. It's not that. It's that this guy had such a hard stance and said, "Hey." You can't do this or you're not going to be able to be here anymore. And then the minute sure. that he got offered to pay up, he said, yeah. So there's like, like there's I said, also it's a the piece major, of it It's the major corporation telling you not to do something and then you you stay loyal and they're going to do whatever the fuck they're going to do. So it goes to yeah. show you do whatever the fuck you were going to do anyways. It's like that uh, kind of is what Downey they're telling Jr. him to do. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. has the best quote in the world. It's like smile, nod, and then do whatever the fuck you were going to do anyways. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, it's so which true. is probably not what they want the people to believe, but this is what it's they're showing them in brass tacks right now. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm not saying do that necessarily within your means, but don't be a dick about it. You know, I guess that's the best way to put it. Be polite and then, you know, go upon whatever you plan to do in the yeah, first Yeah, be a place. nice asshole. I, in a way, 
<laughs> You're I not guess. completely wrong, man. Uh, I'm with it's you. True, right? Hey, everybody. Whether they admit it or not, everybody at some point in the game is out for their own best interest. Perfect. If you're not, you're playing yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself, as DJ Khaled <laughs> would say. And as far as those guys who didn't take that money, boom. Go listen to DJ Khaled. We the best. Um, okay, but in real time, <laughs> Rory McElroy did say he was not offered a deal by Liv, which I do find very hard to believe. He, so it's Vince, probably he talks shit about it right away. Fact, That's fact or cap, they offered okay. him money or... Or, to your point, he talked too much shit, and they were like, all right, talk shit, get hit. You're not getting paid. Boom. We're moving on. I think, yeah, I think it's the latter. Uh, I think if yeah. he was, if he wasn't, because he was an outright hater right off the bat. He's like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but I don't like it one bit. Um, and then as it started happening, he was still talking shit about it. So I'm sure they had a deal ready for him that they were going to offer him. And then the minute that that happened, they're like, ah, fucking, he's he's not going to take it, and it's going to be bad press for us. We want to make it seem like we're not going to take these bozos that don't want to take our money. So that's what my, if I were a betting man, which sometimes I am, that's what my bet would be on that. Here's another fun fact for all the listeners out there. If you're a young man, if you don't know all the facts, don't say shit, right? Because in terms of Rory, you could in theory get hit from a financial standpoint. See? Yeah. So if you don't know yeah, all you the don't facts know, well, of the situation, <laughs> keep your mouth shut. America. Yeah, if you don't know that it's the fourth inning no instead of the ninth inning, don't say it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, figure okay. out the facts first, man. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. If you didn't know it was the fourth inning and not the ninth inning, then don't say shit about it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Who is this guy? Big I difference. Dude, because now they're all going to be fucking cry, pissing, and moaning about blah, 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 blah. I should have taken the money. And I don't know nah. But still, like, sometimes you. Like, I get it. If it's a moral thing, like, I get it. They're not the best people in the world, and if you want to live on that, do it. But I just don't like the hypocrisy, and that would piss me off, too. Even if I'm not getting $200 million, it's going to be like, now we're rewarding the guys for leaving, and if somebody else comes to do the same thing, there's no reason why everybody would leave again. They've given them no reason why, why they should stay strong with the PGA if they're just going to bend over like this every time something like this happens. As the Joker once said, People are only as good as the world allows them to be. True. That's it. It's breeding selfishness. That's it. It's stupid. And that's, that's down it. on that, dude. And that's it. Um, all right. MLB talk. Uh, yeah. Kind of interesting this week. Uh, fun fact. One out of every 11 at-bats, Jake Berger hitting ropes out here. Yeah. Hits a home run. That's a fun statistic for everybody. That is a stat cast statistic that the you can look up. The best in the MLB, followed of, up only by Adelise Garcia, who's playing off his ass this year. So Jake Berger, two might guys' be names that if you started the season, you'd be like, "Who?" Unless you're right? me, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we knew as Sox fans who Jake Berger was and what he was capable of doing if he had the opportunity. Yep. And if you look at this guy, man. He's got his uniform tucked in tight. The one button's looking like if it popped, it would take your eye out. And then he's <laughs> just got this mustache that is 70s porn-esque. And he's out here just crushing bombs. Yeah. Right? You got to love that's it. A, that's a hot guy to me now. That's what. I, that's peak <laughs> male performance, if you ask me. I mean, in a world of guys who are trying to be jacked, 
like the Cincinnati Reds entire lineup because if you've paid oh. attention to these guys, they all look like they're fucking Adonises. You're yeah. just like, okay, Reds, we see what you're doing now. We see well, what you're doing. They pulled up a badass too. Don't know if you saw this, I, but I can't say his name. Nah, Ellie something something it. something. Uh, he's fast. He's strong. He hits bombs. He has a rocket arm. He's one of those like seven tool players, similar to uh, O'Neill Cruz and so, what some people were calling Luis Robert as well. But he's another just like you know statue like figure on the Cincinnati Reds that they're adding to their lineup. I mean, it is actually recorded from a stat cast era, because that's the era of baseball we're in and football as well, that he actually has the highest exit velo of all time, which was clocked at 118 off of the bat. And it wasn't even a home run. It was a double. Right off the wall, though. I'm surprised it didn't make a hole. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Ball was smoked. Like, could you imagine being in the way of that thing? I would duck. Dude, I was scared of 12-year-olds hitting ground balls to me. Yeah. Yeah. I played the hot corner. I got to screw loose. I'm still saying. No, I did did too, but there was a piece of me still that was like, ah, fuck, this is going to hurt if it hits me. If that hits you, you're you're having some real bodily damage, dude. And Kelly Clarkson? What do you mean? Pieces of you. (laughs) That's Ashley Simpson, bro. Okay, moving on. That's who? <laughs> He's against oh, Ashley Simpson. That was close. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Mike. That's Ashley Simpson. What the what fuck's wrong with hey, you? Hey, dumbass. <laughs> you don't know you're <laughs> Ashley Simpson from the back of your ass. God damn. <laughs> Jesus. This guy sucks. <laughs> what the uh, fuck's wrong with Jacob you? You didn't know that was Ashley Simpson? Come on. <laughs> I was fucking Ashley Simpson, dude. Remember an SNL when she got when she was lip syncing? What a time. Uh Jacob DeGrom needs to get uh oh, Tommy John on a UCL tear. We all saw this it's coming because this happened almost a month ago. And this poor guy He's came out injured, of the game. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while, and they were like, oh. It's not looking good, but we'll see. And they were trying to write it out and simply say that, like, oh, it's not as bad as one would assume. But it looked that way because he looked like the world was coming to an end when the trainer came to the mound. So you hate to see it. It is sad. What sucks, too, is he is the best pitcher of a generation. I think that's easy to say, just ability-wise. One of. And then it's also the sad, sad – I. He he played statistically. He's played better than anybody else in this last ten year run. Um, but this also goes to show that if your availability is the best ability mantra, because oh, yeah. he's great for an amount of time. Those old Mets teams were really badass, and he's playing amazing. Like, uh, do you remember the year when the, he was the lowest in the MLB on run support? Where he was throwing like a a one nine two or something all year, and they didn't score runs for him ever, so he was just constantly getting no decisions. Uh, it sucks that that was wasted on that time. This is his second Tommy John, previously getting another one in two thousand and ten. Uh, so it's just you hope that he can come back from this, but he's getting older. The Rangers gave him one hundred and eighty five million dollars, and he's not going to be able to play. It's just it's just sad to see all around. 
Well, the last time that franchise was relevant was what the early 2010s, 2011, 2012. Josh Hamilton, baby. Michael Young. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you look at this, it is very difficult to believe that he comes back and he's even a shell of himself because this is a full blown year of being out between surgery and recovery. And a lot of times guys say like, go after Yeah. After you get Tommy John, they say though, like you're indestructible, but he already had it once 10 years ago. So now the fact that he has to have it again. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's difficult to believe that he pitches again. Not good at all. No, I like it. it If he did though, it's disheartening for a Rangers franchise. Who's otherwise you playing like really well and is in the top of the AL West. So, yeah, AL West right now. I mean, it's nice to see somebody other than uh, what Houston. The trash rows. Yeah. The trash and to rows. give a little update on the MLB standings right now, when I looked the other day, fucking crazy. Uh, if you look at the AL East right now, you got the Rays number one. You got the Orioles number two with the Yankees trailing in third. Everybody in the AL East still has a winning record. If you look at the Central now, the Twins are 31 and 30. Every other team in the AL Central is in a losing record. White Sox four and a half back at 27 and 35. Rangers 40 wins, first in the AL West. Move on to the National League. The Marlins second in the NL East, above the Mets and the Phillies at 34 and 28, right after the Braves. Brewers 38 and 28, followed by the Pirates. And finally, what some consider the strongest division in baseball through two, three years ago, whatever it may be. Now the Arizona Diamondbacks at 36 and 25 are at the top of the NL West. So baseball is flipping on its head right now. I love to see the D-backs doing well. Can I just say that right now? It's really great to see. Yeah. You know, and and I'm not biased in any way that I'm probably going to be. No, it's not probably at this stage of the game. I'm moving there, you know, in a matter of two, three months now. But at the end of the day, it's nice to know that, we have some good young talent starting out here. I'm going to get a real NL team to get behind. And it's going to be like 2001 all over again. Just give me Luis Gonzalez back on that team. And like my millennial nostalgia will be coming into full effect, man. That is two sad franchises to have to root for though. What? The Diamondbacks and the White Sox are sad sacks most of the time. So now you're fuck just you, going to be Vince. You're a White down. Sox fan. What the fuck I know. are you talking and about? I'm aware. So I feel bad. I don't blame you because you're going to be there and you should. But it just sucks that you're going to have to watch more losing than winning for the rest of your life. They're 36 like and 25. They're a game ahead of this the Dodgers. year. What are you talking about? What have yeah, they been the last thing. 40 years? They've been rebuilding, Vince. You don't. Oh they've been rebuilding. Oh my God! All right, they got Madison the young Bumgarner, Jones Cy son young. coming up next. He's up. Okay. He's going to be a guy for them in the next two to three, right? Yeah, they got a decent amount of talent on that lineup right now. the The pitching staff is starting to come around. You yeah, I mean, know? I believe you're right, but I'm just saying, like, it's not history hasn't been nice to the Arizona Diamondbacks, just like it hasn't been nice to the Chicago White Sox. They won a World Series 21 years ago. Yeah, I know. The White Sox won right. World Series 18 years ago, which still fucking sucks. Goes to show you. So the two teams that I'm going to ultimately be rooting for, NL team, 21, AL team, 18. They all can drive, one can drink, one can't. That's sad. That <laughs> That's is pretty sad. sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's okay. So, 
You want to know what else Something. is sad? What's sad, Vince? Wildfires. Those are sad. <laughs> Wildfires can be sad, especially for the little animals. Yes. Uh, Canada's on fire right now, Mike. And not in a good way. In no. a very inclusive way, because they'll take your children away if you don't let them change their gender. <laughs> Canada's literally on fire. Uh, Canadian forests are burning at an alarming rate right now, making New York look like Dune or Tatooine or whatever you want to call it. Dune, it looks like, like the movie with Timothy Shamala. Yes, you said that so wrong, but yes. That's his name. Um, <clears throat> Timothy Chalmay. Chocola. Chocola. You mean chocolate? <laughs> yeah, Timothy Chocolate. <laughs> Timothy Chocolate? No, New York looks like a battleground right now. It's like one of those like shitty sepia tone filters they put on movies when they show you like India or Mexico, uh, or Dune, <clears throat> or or Dune, or Tatooine. Timothy Shamala. Uh, Timothy Chocolate. Uh, so yeah, New York has <laughs> fucked up air conditions. If you look at your phone right now and you're in the U- United States, I assume in the West too, but mostly East Coast and Central time zones. Uh, the air quality is really fucked up, and the White Sox-Yankees got postponed because it is orange in the sky there, and they haven't seen the sun in quite a little bit here. Uh, they said that they're going to postpone it to tomorrow. I don't think the forests are just going to stop burning in a day, so we'll see how they end up postponing it, but it's pretty it's pretty dystopian over there, if you will. It's kind of scary. Well, you know what? Here's what I would say. Only in this time in our world. Although, you know what's funny about this? This did happen almost a decade plus ago. um, Because I believe the Yosemite forest was on fire um, about 10 years ago. And there was like a fog over the Midwest. And it was a similar concept Mm -hmm. to this. Where the jet stream got all this smoke. It was taking it all over the country. And if you did pay attention in the Midwest over the past, mm, I don't know. Two, two, three days. Like last week, you even noticed it. You're like, it's sunny out, but it's not necessarily sunny. It's yeah. odd. It was like there it's was like, like sunny a with layer a of. Yeah, it was yeah. like sunny with a film, and you're like, okay, it's sunny today, but it's not really sunny today. But that's what it was. It was smoke. So these wildfires are catching up in this jet stream and passing down. The only thing I will say to this, I took a tour of the Louisville Slugger Stadium today and got to see guys. And their commemorative bats and all this good shit, like Babe, uh, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, ever all heard these of these guys? Ever heard of them? George Herman <laughs> Ruth? Come on! Now you know. Fun fact: George Herman Ruth actually had a lifetime agreement with Louisville Slugger, and no they kidding. still make his bat to this day due to his specifications. Fun fact: Oh, do you he think he goes and picks it up bat. himself? No, he's dead. Anyways, oh. um, but. <laughs> To that point, do you think back in the 20s, 30s, you know, maybe one of the best eras of baseball of all time, they were canceling games due to fucking can't say that, dude. They weren't. They didn't even have. They didn't even have the best players in the league. The Negro League was better than them. (laughs) Well, you got to wait till that happens to say best era because it's not even the best player. One of okay, one of you know Ty Cobb, Cy Young. Babe Ruth. Okay. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Couldn't even write his name. But do you think at this time they were fucking canceling baseball games due to air quality? Come on. Yes. Type of 
No, they weren't. If there was shit on fire and you couldn't actually, yeah, they didn't even know what bad air quality Are was. Are you kidding? They used to drink fifth of, fifth of whiskeys at whole meals. Yeah. Like it, it, it was like a thing. You used to smoke up. on the field. <laughs> exactly. They didn't give a shit about health. You ate butter with every meal. Although right. some today might say that's actually healthy. I don't fucking know. Who knows? But Who knows? what I will get to is that do you think that this would happen in a generation other than this one? Oh, it's like, oh, we're going to cancel the game due to air quality. I think this is progress. This is progress? You're going to be giving everybody fucking lung disease if they're out there watching this game. <laughs> I think maybe, yeah, we should postpone one of these 160 games we have to play this year. Meanwhile, if it's dangerous for you to breathe the air, dude. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, so. every fucking Gen Z millennial is oh, out Jesus, here, here sucking a robot dick. <laughs> And, and you want to talk about air quality and lung health. Get the fuck out of here. I'm just saying. Maybe it's good for them to not be doing it. <laughs> All right. Christ. I'm sorry. I can't. I no, can't. I like it. I like it. Sound off, King. I'm just I'm saying. I'm just saying. Like, okay, I get it. And I'm not opposed. All right. Yeah. Cancel the game. But I do have some thoughts. And those okay. are my thoughts. Yeah. Because it's true. I get, Every, yeah. they, they are trying to... F- okay, I'm in the life safety industry for a real deal profession. I do this for fun. And not only that, one day it will become the real deal. Now, on the outside of that, there is a, a legitimate focus right now in the life safety industry to find a detector to pick up on vape smoke in schools. Ooh. Real talk. Okay. Like R. Kelly right now, real talk. <laughs> And real song, <laughs> dare you burn my motherfucking trees? Anyways, <laughs> it's true. But with shit with they <laughs> real talk. <laughs> it's true. But with oh. all that being said, there there was a legitimate focus on this to figure out, like, okay, how do we get kids to stop vaping in the bathrooms while they're taking poops? Yeah, it's like smoking so, in the boys' room. This is tail all his time, dude. Oh, it is. I'm not saying it isn't, but then again, you look at our generation. You can't go into a major bar without seeing one, two, three, four, uh, multiples, you know, smoking on the poshes because yeah, that's our world today. Sucking the flutes. Right. Sucking the flutes. Right? Ripping, ripping the robot the stickies. Ripping right? the stickies. <laughs> Just saying, it's true. Ripping the flues. But... I agree. You know, hey, MLB, you do what you can. You're about to get a whole bunch of money because people can't pay their bills and broadcasting. Yeah, take your times. Now, yeah. w- when do they when do they replay this game? Do they stay See, an extra few weeks? I mean, how does this work now? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're going to have to back it up to later in the season. They said they're going to postpone it till tomorrow. And like I said, you think the fire's Double just going to be like, all right, it's midnight. Let's let's cut it out, boys. Like, I don't think that's how fire works. So they'll probably keep burning um, until they stop. Uh, my thought is, is why doesn't Canada start getting buckets of water and start helping us out here? Because this isn't fair. Doesn't, you know, like if we were thing. just ripping farts Drake? across the border and they're like, hey, what the fuck? Like, we would Where stop, you know? is Drake? Right. Where is Drake in all this? Not he running through the six, out. dude. He's sitting in he, his house with the respirator on. He needs to come out with some passive aggressive song. Yeah. 
Yeah, the trees are burning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like my the, love for you, it's burning. Yeah. Uh, uh, stop uh, burning the way you do. Yeah. Like the trees Where's in Drake? Montreal. <laughs> Where's Drake and all this? Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is his fault. Put him in the shower. <laughs> Someone call Trudeau and get this Get this. Give going, the trees but... a shower. <laughs> okay. Wetting the trees. Yeah. You know what you should do? You should also trim your facial trees, a.k.a. Yes. your beard. Yes. And uh, if you're going to do such a thing, it should be with a very good brand of razor. And that brand of razor is none other than that of the Henson Shaving Company. And as we digress, we should get a word from our friends at Henson Shaving. The Henson Razor puts the end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. Uh, the razor is made from CNC machines to aerospace standards. That means it's made to be very tight tolerances with the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. And Mike, one of the best things about it, 100% plastic free. Packaging plastic free. Razor's plastic free. You get one razor, nice little heft to it. It's got a little bit of a little bit of weight to it, which is nice. And like I I've been using it now. So they've been with us for a couple months now and I've been using it to to line my beard up and then using it on my whole face was a breeze. I got I'm not going to lie. Those um and changing up the razor too, it's a lot easier than just popping off the whole head. No plastic, it's great. Um another piece of it that I like a lot, especially after doing this, so the head design has these little exit channels on it. You'll see like lines under the razor. Um, it's designed to expel the hair out and the shaving cream and everything. And I don't know about you, but for years using razors, I'm like trying to get all the hair out. I got a little bit coarser hair and it's, it's hell every time I need to do it. So I've really never had a razor truly, honestly, never had a razor that this was, it was this easy to clean. So absolutely. I mean, it's designed so it doesn't get clogged up. So while you're shaving your face, We've all had it where it gets a little clogged up. It's not as getting as close of a shave as you'd like, so you got to rinse that thing off 37 times. Not here. It's once, and you're back to it. Boom. And super Just easy to clean at the end. You're, they're sharp. Sharp, is. man. Um, and then the last point that we want to make here, cost of ownership averages to 88.20 every two years, which is $177 less than a normal cartridge razor, which is crazy. And you'll see, so you order the razor, right? They give you a pack of blades. It's better for the environment. Stop using all the plastic razors. Use the metal instead. So use the promo code the taxi squad. T-H-E-T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D at checkout. You put a razor in there, you put a hundred pack of blades, and you'll get those blades free while using our promo code. So for most users, this is going to amount to at least two to five years of shaving, depending on how often you shave. So again, that promo code is the taxi squad. HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. Welcome back. Remember, if you need to shave your foch, not your crotch, go to HensonShaving.com and use our code, please. And right now, Mike, we talked about it at the beginning of this show, but the series is tied at 1-1 and the NBA Finals. Miami takes game two. Jokic played his ass off. Spolstra zone move in the fourth quarter. Look to put him in a permanent spin cycle. Jokic having a hard time. 
They still are only down one score. It looked like that shot was going to get off to maybe tie the game up for Denver. Didn't end up happening. Like I said earlier, Denver loses its first home game of the playoffs. It's getting hot in the streets right now, Mike. Shout out to Kevin Love single-handedly coming off the bench as a fucking six-man of hell. And he and got a DNP game one. 20 minutes plus, 20 points. Where where are you going with this guy? It's a secret weapon you didn't know you needed. Will it be able to be duplicated in game three? I have no fucking clue. I we'll find not, out. Right? We will <laughs> you gotta find assume out. Not. We will find out on Wednesday evening, aka tonight. You'll be listening on this tomorrow. So we will all find out what the outcome will be. But Kevin Love came in and he was like the secret sauce you didn't know you needed. And I think a yeah. lot of people even forgot this fucking guy was on the team. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. He got a DMP game one. It was insane. And then meanwhile, you got Gabe Vincent over here dropping 23 and leading the team in scoring. Uh, this is one of those things where Spolstra is the best coach in the league. I think we can all kind of land on that now. Um, yeah. Popovich obviously has the has the tenure. But right now, as a coach, I think we kind of diluted our opinions on him a bit because of the super team with LeBron and everything. He's an amazing coach. His Halftime adjustments are insane. His in-game adjustments are insane. And to be winning games in the NBA Finals with guys in the like of DePaul legend Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, uh, Caleb Martin, even Cody Zeller. Like, Duncan Robinson, elite 80% shooting, gets 10 points. You have guys out there that can make threes from anywhere. You have big men, which I think this is a big piece of it, too, is Bam Adebayo is bringing the ball up sometimes, which is not... That often seen, I mean, outside of Jokic, obviously, because he's that guy. Um, but Bam Adebayo bringing the ball up opens your whole offense. You got speed. You got shooters. Really, the only guy without speed on this team is Cody Zeller, which is fine. He goes in there and does what he needs to do when he needs to. But, yeah, this was this was a big for them. The Heat keep proving why they're the Miami Heat. But I still, you know, it's a six-game series, and Denver's going to take it still. I'm sorry. Time will tell. I have no clue at this stage of the game. I didn't think Miami was even going to be close to touching a game in Denver. And That's what it felt they like, took right? took that on Sunday night. And now I don't, I don't know if we can just say that because now they're going to Miami. Taylor Swift curse. It could happen, as the young boy said in Angels in the Outfield. And... I got faith in Jimmy right now. I got faith in this team. It's kind of a group of misfits. It reminds me a lot of the 2005 White Sox team that nobody even considered, even though they were great. Yeah. Um, and now Kevin Love coming in fully healthy because for a while there, everybody wrote this guy off and he was kind of a trade deadline mover. It was just a buyout. And yeah, now like he's coming get rid in of and him. actually like, oh, playing. Throw him here. Right, and, and now he's yeah. actually playing meaningful minutes in the finals. In the NBA I mean, finals, he, <laughs> yeah. He's been there, too, and a lot of people forget that, but this guy's won championships. No, won championship. Championship, the, but either way. Yeah, but still, he's done it. He's been there and done it. Jimmy right now is so motivated. Bam is giving me, like, Joe Keem vibes. He knows where to go with the ball. He's smart in the paint. He's not making silly decisions, not turning the ball over to your point, Spolstra. I mean, they give Joker credit beyond anything. There isn't shit talk going on. There's none of that. There's a lot of respect for the guy at the other side of the court. 
And you Jamal Murray to. right He's now the best player in the NBA. Yeah. I know. And I mean, Jamal Murray right now isn't playing the greatest, but then again, he's still making timely shots when they need them. Yeah. And if he you watch that game on Sunday night on that team, it's true. And if you watch that game on Sunday night, I mean, the nuggets didn't go away regardless of the score, regardless if the heat went up 12, they were coming back. And before you know it, they're down six. And I think to be honest, if you look at this series right now, it's going to maybe even go seven. I, it's not out of bounds to say that this series goes seven. Here's what I do know. When Jimmy Butler walked off the course on Sunday night, I was watching this game with my big bro and who claims he doesn't watch this stuff, but somehow knows every player and somehow knows the score, knows that it's not over, knows that, oh, you know, Jimmy B, Jimmy G buckets is that guy. I'm like, I thought you said you don't watch this. Oh, okay. Anyways, Jimmy walks off the court. Arge picks up on this. Did you just see what he said? I said, no, what did he say? He said he just audibly said out loud, fuck, after the game was over. (laughs) So it goes to show you Jimmy is taxed right now Mm -hmm. with the thought process of going through, but he has the mental toughness to go through seven games, I believe. And I think that's where it goes. And if you're at this point in the season too, it's like you got you're just gonna push it to the end. Uh, They're an eight. He's seed. got that dog. It's that's what I'm saying. Eight C. They played extra games, not even just outside of the Nuggets sweeping the Lakers and them playing seven. They also were in the play and they lost to the Hawks. The Bulls almost had them, and now we're talking about them in the finals. It's fucking crazy. One thing about the Denver Nuggets here, Michael Porter Jr is for all rights and purposes, the number three guy on that team. If you put him in the game and he shoots 25% from the field, 16.7 from three points in 27 minutes of playing, he scored five points. Yeah, he got his rebounds, no assists. He was kind of like a nothing on the team. Gordon's going to do what Gordon's doing. Jamal Murray's going to score. I mean, 46% from the field, you don't like that either. Um, and he's he's the motor that gets the team going. But you can't play a game against the Heat with only Jokic putting down 41, 11 rebounds and four assists. Jokic getting four assists doesn't mean that Jokic didn't pass well. It means that the team didn't make shots. And that's what they were doing. And they still only lost by three points, which is kind of where I'm at. Like, if you get at least one guy that's just on his shit and he's scoring, especially if you get two, this is a hard team to beat, and I think the only defense, because that's the thing too, Denver's defense isn't incredible, so they, they were obviously missing some of the some of the assignments that they needed to take care of. And if they just play decent defense and have a couple shooters that can put the ball in the hoop, this is back and forth over and over again. But I can't get away from Denver. But if they play like this, dude, the Heat are good enough to to take and capitalize on that. What's crazy to me is that Victor Oladipo isn't on this team right now. And, and here he was, I know. So goes to show you that what they're doing is just kind of unheard of. Oh, I yeah. mean, they're literally in the finals with a group of nobodies. And a part of me is like, this is the Cinderella story. The NBA didn't know they needed. Certainly. Now I will say this. Caleb Martin has fallen off since we the knew Eastern conference finals. I didn't, I, I thought it was semi-sustainable, but I think if you're going to win this series, you need him to have some sort of renaissance. Otherwise, yeah. 
It's at gonna least be have one of those it, games. You got to have one of those games. Kevin Love, I mean, playing good minutes, rebounding his ass off, playing great defense. You need that. Right now, though, it, it's it's going to be a hard-fought battle through the rest of the series, and tonight will prove all of that. Jimmy, all right, so Tyler it, Hero. Sorry, go on. You're good. No, no, no. I, I just I just truly believe that Jimmy needs to step it up a little bit. I mean, the guy's playing 40 minutes tonight. He's probably injured. Um, yeah. He hasn't I, had I that showcase game, though. Yeah, you're right. He hasn't yet. And I think tonight needs to be one of those nights. First night in Miami. You got one more game in Miami. You at least got to take one to take the series back to Denver at 2-2. And Tyler that's Hero why I believe this game can go seven. Reports he can come back in game three. Do you even put him in the lineup right now? You have nothing to lose. Put him in. At Part least says, if you play, if you play 15 minutes, what's the difference? Yeah. You're a spot up shooter. You're a catch and shoot guy. That's what he does. Yeah. No, Let I see you there. Does. Yeah. I think, cause the big thing too, in my head is like, why ruin a good thing? If you're playing really well, like why even put him in the game? Like you know, he's he's playing on. Caleb like, Martin took on that role, and he's no longer doing what he needs to do. So if Hero's like, I'm ready, sixty six percent from Duncan Robinson from three though, and you got you know well, Max Struess making timely shots. That's Duncan Robinson's job, bro. Duncan I know, Robinson but he doesn't is... he doesn't always do that, and that became an issue in the Celtics series, and we saw it happen when we were watching it. Where it's like Duncan Robinson made really bad mental errors there. He's been playing yeah. all right these last couple games. Hero, yeah, you will put him in. I mean, if he can come back, you're going to put him in because he's an elite player. I mean, but part Duncan of me is like Robinson, you almost don't want to mess up the chemistry. Duncan Robinson to me is your total comp to a Kyle Korver. Yeah. I mean, he is the guy who's a spot up three point shooter. You put him in the corner, he's open, boom, get him the ball. You're probably going to get three points. Yeah, he no, averages that of, you know, 48 percent plus. So also fellow podcast that is he now? Yes. Shout out that guy. Maybe one day, one of these days. It is true, though, that this team is at a disadvantage, although Denver's head coach did call him out like publicly and said they can't play like that and expect to win. Hell no. Even though they lost by three points, but. Michael Malone is a really good coach, too. I know there's a lot of Spolstra talk because he is, like, putting together a crazy team right now. Michael Malone's a really good coach, and you could tell that this team is coached really well. Um, and the thing is, too, is they were getting shots. They just weren't making them. Um, and obviously, if you make more baskets that count for more points, you're going to win the game. So that's all they need to do. No That way. is basketball in a nutshell. It's a crazy idea, isn't it? But if those shots start going in, if Michael Porter Jr. doesn't shoot 25% from the field, which is just fucking ridiculous, ridiculous, then you're going to be a lot better off. He's two for eight field goals made, five points in 27 minutes. You can't do that, Michael. Well, Vince, with all that being said, what can they do? So tonight, Wednesday night, yep. while we're recording this, is game three. So mm -hmm. this is going to be at... Bang Bros Arena, which would, could have been a great thing, but they didn't capitalize on that. So oh, whatever, man. Miami. Oh, Heat. Anyways, gonna be game three tonight. Tyler Hero, whether he plays it or not, not sure how this goes at the FTX Arena. 
I mean, hey, fun fact, you know the U.S. government is actually suing that trade exchange? Really? Why is that? Consequently, making crypto crash, almost (laughs) like it's planned. So the Bang Bros Arena is not necessarily out quite yet. Just saying. Just saying. They offered them a lot of money. They'd be silly not to take it. I don't think they're going to get it, just based solely on public outrage. Hey, man. Hence, Lively, Lively, (laughs) Lively, Live and PGA Tour, you know? No big. Yeah. Um, Bang Bros Live. What's the difference? (laughs) What's the difference? It's all got. Never mind. Um, All right. So with that being said, tonight is the night, right? Mm -hmm. So game three, series tied at 1-1, going to Miami. What's your prediction? First game in Miami. Obviously, there are some issues that the Nuggets have to figure out here. I think this game goes six, and I think Miami wins this game today. And And I think Denver wins the rest of the games going forward. All right. So you think Miami takes this game tonight, and then mm-hmm. Denver wins literally. Denver three wins straight. the next game, and then Denver wins the next game, and then Denver wins the next game. Three straight. You're taking those odds. I think All right. Possible. I agree with the Heat winning tonight. I do believe this series is going seven. Been on it, as Zach Efron once said in the high school great television two. program, aka <laughs> High School Musical Two. <laughs> yes. What a yes. Great, great time to be alive. <laughs> great time to be alive. All right, Vince. Well, hey, this isn't the only finals going on right now. No. Nope. Uh, the NHL finals is in full effect. The Las Vegas Knights are looking as if they are Jeez about to come Louise. to full effect and win this whole thing. They destroyed the Panthers on was it Monday night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. 72. It was disgusting. Disgusting. Like, it wasn't even a game. Guys were just getting lit up, though, at the end of that game when the Panthers knew they were out. They were just taking cheap shots. They were just pissed at that point. Um, If you let up seven goals in a game, you're not going to win it. That's my hockey talk for today. Uh, Vegas scored 12 (laughs) goals in two games. Panthers D D needs to improve. Um, It just kind of feels like Vegas has taken over. And I've said this plenty of times, and I know very little about hockey in comparison to other sports, but... If Vegas is going to win, they need to win this year, and I think they understand that sense of urgency, given why they're you know scoring so many goals at such an alarming rate. I know this is a seven-game series, similar to how the NBA works or how MLB works. It could be different every night, but I just don't see a way in this world that Vegas doesn't win this, let alone doesn't win this in four or five, which I would hate because this has been a snoozer of the playoffs for the NHL. I usually get a lot more into this, but this year, I'm like, there's a lot of four, five, six game series where you get one six game and you're like, oh, that was fun. Like, n- none of it really, like, you know, screamed to me as this is good hockey, you know? Why Connor Bedard is getting drafted at the first pick overall by the Chicago Blackhawks? Because the NHL is tired of this cockamamie bullshit of these expansion teams getting in the finals. Fun fact collusion, think, different day. I like the way you think. Well, it's true. I mean, come on. Tampa Bay Lightning for the past three years. I mean, who the fuck thought they were going to be a thing? Yeah. That's a thing. They they want the original six in this series every year, and it's showing. So, well, I also think that they want teams that are from more northern places. Like even Colorado. Uh, Colorado winning last year. <clears throat> you have Vegas. You have Florida in it right now. Tampa Bay. 
Um, Nashville was super, super competitive for a long time. You got all these teams that are in the South, even Dallas in the semis this year. Where is Canada? Where is New York moving further into it? You need Chicago to get back. You need Minnesota to get back. You need those kinds of teams. To Northern sport, what these, you know, Southerners think they're doing taking our sport, buddy. Yeah. I have no idea. But How many people I in Miami, can't... Florida give a shit about hockey? Please tell me. The people There's from Chicago more than who I live thought. in Miami, Florida? You're right. That's really all it is. <laughs> they, they, right. root, they root for this shit. They're like, we were a Tampa Bay fan. Now we're a Panther fan. That's so <laughs> Then dumb. the Blackhawks are going to be good again. And they're going to be like, we're fucking Blackhawks. <laughs> we're from Chicago. We've always loved the Blackhawks. It's like, we love up. hockey, even shut though it's up. the most fluid sport in the fucking city. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Uh, I'm with it. I'm with it. I understand exactly what everybody's coming from, although this does give great exposure. Hockey in Las Vegas is actually a really big deal. Uh, Just shout out to Cousin Steve. Uh, That guy could give a shit about sports before he lived in Las Vegas. The Knights came to Las Vegas. That guy wears jerseys now, and he pays attention to literally every game, goes to fucking practices. I mean, yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing in Las Vegas. I will say that much. It's a good. It seems now. like it. It seems like it. The football like thing, we'll see. You know, <clears> they got Jimmy G. They got Jimmy G. signing Do deals they? with broken feet. Do they have Jimmy G? Sure about that? Are you sure about that? Sure, it's not time. That guy I don't know. is failing his shit anyway. Speaking about some football talk. Yep. Allegedly. 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 The deal for the Chicago Bears to take over the property at Arlington Park is now in jeopardy. Dun, dun, dun. And not Trebek Jeopardy, but Jeopardy. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and with all of that, now the Chicago Bears are actually discussing talks with other townships outside of that of Arlington Heights due to the fact that the appraiser of Cook County decided to say, oh, yeah, originally we came in with that uh, tax evaluation at $33 million, and after further discussion, $197 million. Fucking Chicago. Scusa? <laughs> they were like, Fucking huh? Illinois. Wait, what? Windy like, City, Okay, dude. We'll, we'll chat with you soon, and we'll be back later. And they're like, oh, okay, your call. So then they're taking meetings now with the mayor of Naperville, where I live close to, right? For now. I will say to Bears fans, for now, I will say to Bears fans, um, yeah, I don't know if you want all that because it's a fucking haul, okay? It's a it, haul to from get Chicago, any, but, come on. From Chicago, I mean, yeah, you got to train in there, but at the end of the day, it's anywhere Dude, it's an to hour get from ten this drive from, place. from me. Like, yeah, I know. It's 50 minutes. It's it's 50 minutes fucking easy if you want to get anywhere. It's true. It yeah. is so true. Anywhere you want to go, it's a great place to be. The downtown area is a wonderful time, so wonderful fun. restaurants. Yeah. I mean, Gordon Ramsay wouldn't think to put a fucking restaurant in downtown Naperville if he didn't think it was awesome. True. But it's still just off the beaten path a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But yeah, you, I you don't. Want to avoid okay. That. <laughs> don't sleep on this now. The the city of Rosemont Ooh. may also come up with a plan for the Chicago Bears because when the Cubs... Rosemont doesn't even have, have enough room. No, 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 they state. do. And here's why I will say this. Because when the Cubs yeah. were thinking about remodeling 
Wrigley and tearing down all of the rooftops and making them their own and buying them all out. There was a lot of pushback, a lot of local rooftop owners saying, no, 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 we're not selling. We're not selling. So the Chicago Cubs as a point of reference. We're like, we're going to go meet with the mayor of Rosemont. They have a plot of land for us to build a stadium. And there was a thought process at that time stating that the Chicago Cubs may move to Rosemont and build their own stadium and entertainment district and all that. That is not off the table now for the Bears. And they actually make a ton of sense because the blue line does, in fact, run from all the way to Rosemont. So it could make a lot of sense. So don't expect this to go away overnight. The Bears are going to exhaust all options. Rosemont's still Cook County. Oh, yeah. Also, a baseball stadium needs considerably less room. Considerably less room. Than a baseball or than a football stadium. Very true. It's very true. I think it'd be a good area to do it. It's it's congestion traffic nightmare over there anyway, so that would make it way fucking worse. But I think yeah, and to the point of what you were kind of talking about, because the whole Rosemont thing, everybody knew was a bargaining chip. I think this is also a bargaining chip. Like we're gonna move them out of Cook County, and they're like, oh, maybe 197 is a while. Let's move it back down to like 80 or something. And then they'll probably make a deal on there is where I think this is probably going to oh, end up going. Yeah. 100%. But who really knows? The team that owns or the the family that owns the team hasn't necessarily done good shit recently. So I don't expect them to be doing good stuff outside of that. They are business savvy, supposedly. But that's yet to be seen in my head. So anything can really happen here. Maybe they just stay in Soldier Field and have the smallest stadium of all time. I uh, I don't think any of that's going to happen. I don't think Naperville has the means uh, in order to accommodate them unless they're mm-hmm. going to tear down a local high school and say, build it here. I North just don't Central's know where you're no going to put college. it. <laughs> no, yeah, right. So <laughs> it, it's so true in that sense and not knocking North Central, but it is a true statement that the Bears now are using this as a bargaining chip. And I do believe ultimately that they will wind up in the great city of Arlington Heights. And they're not going to be called the Arlington Heights Bears, right? Because that's they're gonna be called the Chicago No, because it's Bears. not the Foxborough Patriots and it's not exactly. the Jets. It's the Chicago Bears. Exactly. You already know this. Everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. We appreciate you more than you'll know. Um, Vinny, yeah. happy 28th birthday, young man. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. Come on. It. Come on. Where does the go. time go? I don't know. Where does the time go? But it's goddamn sad. It's not sad. It's a fun thing. For now, sure. with all that being said, people, speaking of where does the time go, once upon a time, you were a young tyke hanging <laughs> out with your grandfather watching sports. Now imagine you and him experiencing the podcast of a lifetime, a.k.a. the Taxi Squad podcast together. That's what you need to do. Bottom do line. it. Right? He deserves it. You deserve it. We all deserve it. We all deserve it. You know the drill. Listen with your grandfather or your father. Your father may be a grandfather at this point. We True. don't know. True. Right? We didn't say, it doesn't necessarily have to be your grandfather. It should be a grandfather or a uh, patriarch of the family 
Exactly. Right. And I'm sorry we haven't specified that before, but it is a true statement. Not only that, yeah. if you, you can show anybody this podcast, guys, I just want to make that clear. <laughs> you can do that with anybody you want. Yeah. <laughs> Which is leading me to my next statement. If you haven't decided to tell somebody about the podcast, you should do that. And then what not only that, doing, you should baby. also tell them to follow it. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you should tell them to subscribe to it. Subscribe. And you should tell them to rate it five to ten stars, somewhere in between five that mark. And then not only that, shave your face with an appropriate razor because you didn't even know this is something you needed. Get some Henson and, shaving. Use our code. Yeah. Be nice, please. Be nice. And as always, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.